the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The estate planning team is an Ohio registered investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. You have financial goals and dreams. We can help you achieve them. Welcome to Financial Food for Thought, the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and preserve your wealth. Good morning, everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for Thought. We're here every Saturday morning on 1420 AM. We're here to give you helpful information um, about issues that impact your life, financial life. Again, we're here every Saturday morning between 9 and 10, and we're sponsored by the estate planning team. And the estate planning team is a fee-based, Ohio-registered fiduciary planning firm that's been helping people in the greater Cleveland area for more than 30 years through issues that can impact their financial life, objective analysis, and what you think of as traditional financial planner, numbers crunchers. We're not investment advisors. We help people build conservative, realistic, long-term plans and help people understand um, how short-term decisions affect the longevity of their plan and using opportunities and avoiding... um, the traps in the complicated tax code um, and helping people get enough analysis so they're comfortable with their decisions that they're making, whether um, and we are accredited and A-rated members of the Better Business Bureau and also Super Service Award winners of Angie's List multiple years if you want to do do some due diligence. Um, we also offer a free consultation um, so you can see how our process is different. If you come in, we ask that you fill out some information or you can just see a sample case since we use these what we call the life flow plan, which is our math models. Um, if you give us your numbers, we'll do some preliminary analysis so we can see how we can help you um, or what value and benefit we may be able to provide you through the type of planning we offer. And like our plans, our fees are customized. We have hourly planning options and retainer options, hourly for people who may just need a little bit of help and comprehensive retainers for people who may want help with all the areas and again, we offer that free no obligation consultation. Um, I know we're getting into December and people are thinking about the holidays and Christmas and New Year's and, um, but there are still opportunities, um, possibly depending on your deadlines, um, or at least to get things started and in place. So we still offer the free consultation. We're scheduling in December and, um, the first part of 2019. If people want to go ahead and get on the calendar, um, we also have some new planning classes posted on the website. Um, um, that are in January. We have, they're both in Middleburg Heights this time. Um, they're free to attend and everyone who comes out to our free educational classes gets a free workbook on the topic that we're doing. Our first class in January is January 16th at three o'clock in Middleburg Heights. 
If you are 59 and a half or older, and if you have IRAs, company plans, or similar tax-qualified assets, you're going to want to attend this class. We're going to talk about rules, costly mistakes, misconceptions, how minimum required distribution often creates more tax dollars for the government and what you can do about it, and also Roth contributions versus Roth conversions, how the new tax law changes have impacted um these assets and how to design your own distribution plan. There are strategies you can use to minimize taxes both during your lifetime and to your heirs. And then on January 22nd um, at six o'clock is our planning class for retirees and people getting closer to their retirement, usually 10 years or less. And we're talking about steps you should take in preparation for or during your retirement. A big one is retirement rules you often hear about that are misused or misunderstood, um, and maybe you shouldn't follow them. We're going to talk about other financial disruptors, spending issues, um, lots of issues really that impact your lifestyle and long-term financial stability. And, and really, that class changes depending on the audience. So um, if you want to register for any of our free classes, or if you rather come in for a free consultation about your numbers, you can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090. Or visit the website at financialfoodforthought.com. That's financialfoodforthought.com. And I also wanted to remind people, um, we have the podcast out. You can... Um, I want to tell you, you can go to whkradio.com, click on programming. And if you find our show on Saturday, Financial Food for Thought, you can listen to previous shows. I know if, um, I don't know how Mark, Mark, I don't know how much we're going to get into year and planning because there's a lot of other issues to talk right, about well, today. Yeah. But on those previous yeah, podcasts. Good morning, Carrie. Yeah. The, the podcast. So if you've been missed the shows in November, we were kind of uh, concentrating on year end planning issues. And each week we would be, we were doing case studies, you know, mm-hmm. of, of how we work with our clients and their other advisors. Would that be their CPAs, their investment advisors and, and, and whoever is needed in that brainstorming effort? So if you miss the shows, you might want to go catch, go back and catch those on podcast. Yeah. You go to the local podcast button and then, and then find our shows on Saturday morning. Um, and we, you know, we talked about qualified charitable distributions. We talked about making sure you've, you know, with the new tax law that you've got enough estimated taxes paid in so you don't get fan mail right. from the IRS. Um, and, and I'm going to do a case study today as well, Carrie, of, of another, uh, year end planning where, you know, the clients, a married couple, were, um, were working with their CPA because not only were they interested in, um, you know, some Roth conversions because they're, they're getting close to their required minimum distribution. Mm-hmm. But they were also had, uh, historically have been filing, married filing separately. Right. To get the Ohio tax savings. So we had to kind of, um, some things happened this year. Plus with the new tax law, mm-hmm. the change schedule A, itemized deductions and things, we had to kind of go back to the drawing board. So um, I'm going to do that case study as well. Right. Today. And, you know, and on uh, of those previous shows also, I talked about the value. I had a couple of case studies that talked about the value of looking at year end planning issues and early distributions, even if you don't need the money for cash. There's a couple of cases in those previous podcasts where we had clients actually take money from their IRA or any tax qualified asset tax free 
um, which is a great, and it's an opportunity, and each year stands on its own. So you can go to whkradio.com to get those previous podcasts. And you mentioned the classes coming up, and mm-hmm. you, you mentioned something about how the classes could be different. Well, what we mean by that is, um, you, you know, we typically keep our class sizes small. And that's kind of done on purpose because we felt, you know, we've been doing classes for 30 years. And the idea is we, we think that there's a good, you know, a good group size, not too big, not too small, leads to the best class for the people that come that particular night. Mm-hmm. Because they feel that they're not, you know, th- that they can ask a, a question or we there's it's a small enough group that we can go down and everyone has an opportunity to ask a question and 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 still, you know, get, you know, so and so that's what we mean that uh, it's every night it could be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. The booklet's going to remain the same basically right. that you take home with you. But the discussion could go down to whoever's coming in that night wants the pathway to go down. Right. And so, you know, in other words, it's not a PowerPoint presentation. If you haven't been to one of our classes, you don't come in. We turn off the lights and turn on a PowerPoint. That's no, not, not at all. It's very do. interactive. Nor do we do the presentation and wait for questions at the end. It's really like based on the interest of the group. Right. I mean, we have the things that we want to talk to bullet points. But as far as and in the book, but sometimes we get we spend time on certain areas that are interest to the audience and other other time we don't spend as much because people aren't interested in that. Right. And also the, the, it's a very informal, in other words, we advertise that it's about two and a half hours, you know, mm-hmm. there's, and there's certainly though, I mean, we, it, we're not offended if someone can't stay the whole two and a half hours. Right. We're not offended if after two hours, some people want to stay because we haven't gotten to their question. Right. Yet. So uh, it's very informal. Um, people get up, they come and go. And it's just the idea of, of, you know, are we having a discussion? What they, you know, what the audience is cares about, right. you know, because sometimes we don't know, you know, and, and then uh, we and really, are- if you want to go over your individual questions and concerns, though, take advantage of the free consultation. We can do that by phone or in person. There's no charge, no pressure. We want clients that want to work with us and use our services. We're, we're not a high pressure um, whatsoever. We just we just show you what we can do and then let you decide. And we have some recommended pathways um so you can come in for that free consultation or make sure you register early for those classes um that's 440-239-2090 that's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com all right and you're listening to mark Dolly and carrie waddell and we're the co-owners of the estate planning team the estate planning team has been helping cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 33 years and we do it one plan, one family at a time. And let's see, lot. Wow, what a busy financial news week, Carrie. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to begin. Okay. Um, start somewhere, right? Jobs report. Okay, okay, let's start with the jobs report. Okay, uh, non-farm payrolls come in below missed uh, consensus of you know consensus was somewhere around one hundred ninety to two hundred thousand came in soft at one hundred fifty five thousand, but it was. Eh, not a whole lot of eyebrow, you know, it's still, um, you know, the previous month was uh, revised downward slightly, but you're looking at, you know, monthly average over the last year, still over 200,000, you know, I think it's about 204,000. That's very, very good. If you want to look at the average over the last quarter, it's somewhat lagging that maybe 170,000. So we may see a slowing trend. That seems to be the, um, you know, that's, you know, the slowing trend, Carrie, we're hearing more and more from the economy and, and everybody right. else that study these things, 
right? A slowing trend. Mm-hmm. You know, growth is slowing. You know, in other right. words, we're trailing about 2% growth as opposed to, you know, President Trump's 4% growth, right? Okay. Um, you know, the, the sugar buzz they're saying from the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act is wearing off. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, the, 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 there's a lot of soft data out there. You know, I'm, I'm kind of tired of the soft data. You know, that, that's like when, when these, uh, th- these polls come out and say, oh, consumers are confident. You know, or, or right. small business owners but, but are confident. Let's look at that, that's hard soft data. data. Right. That's just opinions or right. feelings. feelings. That's not based on facts. <laughs> right. It's not based Which on. Which isn't that a problem that, anyway? Right. It's not based <laughs> on capital, uh, uh, that's being spent. It's not, you know, now they could say, well, um, unemployment, you know, that's came in steady at, right. you know, low 3.7%. Which is great. All right. Um, wage growth, average daily hour, hourly earnings ticked up slightly. 0.2%, similar to last month, um, year over year, staying about 3.1%. So we're saying, okay, there's there some wage growth going on. That's what everybody, as you remember, it's been the, 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 uh, the, it's been the recovery with no wage increases, right? right. It hasn't felt like a recovery, right? Um, now, um, so we'll see, but I don't think that, you know, wasn't the spotlight during the week. I think it's the, the stock market roller coaster, which really got people going. You know, right. I mean, Make the volatility nervous. is crazy out there right now. And, you know, that, that, and that there's not a lot of consensus of what's going on what in the markets. Means? Yeah. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about that today. Okay. Um, Remember last year I was talking about the government shutdown. Well, right. of course, it's not going to happen right now because the shutdown was postponed, you know, which, based on. Which, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, how can it be postponed if you're I, out don't of money? Ask me. Is there a money tree out there that the government? Just, I mean, yeah, are tax dollars. My mortgage payments <laughs> do care. Can I just postpone it? Yeah, because you had a funeral. Be- yeah, uh, I don't think so. Um, You know, I mean, you know, with, you know, so, be, you know, be, you know, because of the. Um, presidential, you know, Bush funeral. It was, it's now extended to December 31st. Could it get any closer to Christmas, Carrie? Right. December 21st? You know, they're not going to be working the holidays. What well, are you talking well, about? they're going to have to. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, and, and again, I don't know if President Trump's going to continue to press for his, you know, remember, he wants five billion to build the wall. Right. Okay. Well, I thought Mexico was paying for that. Well, I don't know how much a wall's going to cost. <laughs> right. I don't know. Um, but the, uh, the, but the Democrats, I don't think are going to give them five billion. All I don't right. Think so. Um, so is, is Trump going to shut down the government on Maybe. December 21st? Um, you know, it, it's not, and, and, or is Congress going to have to work through Christmas? Well, remember, remember last time they did, well, I don't know the last time, but remember, that was, a, remember the Senate on Christmas Eve, they passed the Obamacare. Remember the, right. the, the Affordable Health Care Act was so passed what, the, the, one the, they the Christmas Eve? The one they didn't have time to read, we'll read it later. Um, exactly. <laughs> I, if you think that maybe they didn't get it all done on Christmas Eve, right. but they just, passed it on Christmas Eve. I would love to them to spend time on frivolous spending. Not one single Republican yeah. vote. Yeah. Um, but, um, what have you. So, you know, so, uh, you know, the volatility has returned and, 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 and it's, it's really upsetting. You know, although it, you know, it still may be considered a correction, a lot of people feel like it's a crash mm-hmm. or a bear market because it, you know, it, it, it happened so dramatic, you know, so drastically in October and November. And, and then, then the, that wild swing the other day. In, in other words, um, so yeah, it, it, you know, where the market, what turned around like 750, it was crazy, right? I mean, it was way down, then it came back. And, and, a lot, and the question is, why? 
I mean, it's always the question, right? right? What's going? What's triggering? Yeah, it? because what I, if, if I've got a baby, I still got to buy the Pampers, right? And, and I'm still going to buy my groceries. So, and we had a great records, I thought, sales on Black Friday. So, what is causing it? Feelings, well, feelings. Um, or is it manipulation by powers greater than us? Hmm. All right. Um. Let's see what else is going down. Um, the yeah, yeah, so the Federal Reserve, because the, the other thing that happened, um, you know, I mentioned this too, is, you know, the Federal Reserve, you know, Jay Paul, he kind of backtracked on his interest rate hikes, right? Okay. So a lot right. of people, and, and so it's going to be interesting because some people are even thinking, Carrie, that they're not going to raise rates on December 19th. That's the next Federal Reserve, right. right? That would be a huge, you know, reversal of trends. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think that's in the cards, but a lot of people do. Yeah, but, I think. Do you think it's contingent on how the market does? Well, data dependent, right? Um, that's kind Hopefully of the signal data dependent from the Fed. Yeah, and um, now, but I think what will be interesting is whether they. I still think they will raise rates on December nineteenth, but what you're going to be looking for is the tone of that meeting. You know, is he going to come out more dovish or more hawkish, or is he not going to give any direction at all on where they're going in the future? Um, you know, but it, it, we'll see what happens there. Um, we've, been, we've been also telling people, too, you know, keep an eye out for your new Social Security benefit statements. Right? Okay. Um, they're a little bit delayed getting out this year. Right. Um, last year, most of us had them. Well, you know, if you're getting one, if you're on Social Security, had them by now. Um, you, you know, most people had gotten theirs prior to getting into the December month. Uh, most of our clients right now, Carrie, haven't gotten them. Haven't yet. gotten them yet. Um, some, I mean, we've had a couple that said they've gotten them. Now, um, I, you know, what's going on? Well, I mean, I don't know what the delay is because you know, Social Security did come out and say. There's going to be a 2.8% increase in benefits in 2019. That's the good news, right? Um, they've also now, the new Medicare tables are out. Uh, that's going to be part of my case study um, today. But, uh, you know, so, you know, typically Medicare B, if you were at the base level of $134 a month, that's going up to $135.50 a month. So not a huge increase. Um and if you're trying to get your own numbers and you don't want to wait for the you know snail mail to to show up, um, Social Security is saying you can go to the website, um, log on to you know to your My Social Security account, and it should be out there, all right? Um, but you, by the way, you're not the only baby boomer who's doing that, so you know they are kind of throwing out a disclaimer. Um, but while thousands and thousands of our beneficiaries are uh, assessing their notices online, our online portal is experiencing higher than normal volumes okay. of login attempts. Okay, so some of our customers are not receiving their one-time passcode. Um, if you experience a problem, we ask you to please try again later. All right. Um but you should be getting yours in the mail. The reason why we also say, you know, hang on to those things. In other words, um, because, you know, we've had situations over the decades, Carrie, where, you know, either the client needs to prove that they're on Medicare 
and having that Social Security right. benefit statement is a quick, easy way to do that. Right. You know, if it's something health insurance rated, right? Um, or health insurance related, I was trying to say. Um, but also, you know, if you if you're trying to, you know, do your uh, modeling or your forecasting, you know, you want to know what, you know, what, what you should be using, you know, what you should be, te- if you're doing it yourself at home or if you're using a financial planner, you know, you know, we ask for all our clients, you know, they, you know, mm-hmm. we ask for both things. Remember, you get two things from Social Security. One is the 1099, you know, they right. get around tax time that you have to give to your tax preparer so they know what to report. But the other one is this, you know, the new benefit statement. Um, and, and again, you know, part of that is if, um, if you're, if you are, have too much income, you get the, you know, the increase in the Medicare premiums. But you will also, if that's happening, it, it, you know, that will tell you your right to appeal and how many days you have to appeal and, and, and kind of go from there. So it's good to hung, hang on to those things mm-hmm. and keep them filed. Now, sometimes we suggest file them right in your taxes for that year, you know, so, cause that's a lot of times where you'll go, but it may be even better than that is just create a manila file called social security benefits. Okay. Or social security and, and, and keep those separate. Don't, you know, get those buried in the other mail that winds up in the no man's land. Right. Um, all right, Carrie, what else is going on? Um, well, I know I, when you talked about the volatility of the market, I know we've had calls really because people were concerned. Maybe they wanted to retire in the next six months or a year and saying, hey, how bad is that going to hurt or affect my ideal retirement plans? And we've had people coming about that. I know we talked a lot the last few weeks about year-end planning, but certainly if you're getting close to retirement and want us to help you figure out what kind of lifestyle that translates to, looking at pension elections, if you're still lucky enough to get one of those, or planning ahead for 2019 and how much you should be putting into your traditional 401k or Roth 401k, and looking at all of this, um, certainly come in for a free consultation. Um, we've um, It's not too early, I guess, if you're if you're um, a year or less, definitely you should be looking at these issues now. It takes time to build a plan and get good, realistic um, assumptions. And you can take advantage of the free consultation. Remember, we can do that by phone or in person. Our home office is Middleburg Heights, but we have offices around the greater Cleveland area. And you can call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. We're not there right now. Leave us a number where we can call you on Monday morning. The website also has some incentives for people who want to take the time to come in and take advantage of the free consultation this year and then decide to use our services. So go to financialfoodforthought.com for the incentive, or you can call the office at 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. All right, so I have a um, rock and roll birthday boomer for you. Okay, and I got it last week. Yes, yes, you did. And remember, we're we're doing the Christmas babies. Okay. Okay, so our rock and roll birthday boomer, uh, she was born, okay, on this date in 1966. Oh, okay. Okay, so she'd be what 52. She's young. All right. Um, right. She would be a uh, uh, freshman. Baby then I boomer. would guess maybe based on her Actually, age, she, I probably would know yeah, who she, she was. Well, she's almost in the ex. She's almost in your generation. Mm-hmm. No, not really. Well, it close. It, you know, she's barely a baby. Boomer. Okay. Um, she was born in County Dublin. Okay. Okay. Um, but she's not a real big fan of you too. Okay. All right. Um, let's see what else. Hmm. Do you think I'll know her? Um, I think you will. Um, very, very controversial. 
Okay, I think I know. Okay. Um, Isn't she in the news recently? She's in the news recently. You know, you can't shout out the answer, Carrie, if you know. Okay, because I was like, I know. I she's think. in the news. If you give me one of her names, I'll give you to you. I'll give you the win. We don't can't say it okay, now, but she's okay. in the news recently because she just announced that she converted to Islam. I know, okay, yeah, I was going to say, I know who she is. Okay, she, she and was she was raised, controversial on Saturday Night Live. Do you remember the Saturday Night Live? Yes, because okay. I did watch Saturday Night Live a, year, a long time ago. Right, so she to. was raised Roman Catholic. And it was in, it was in 1992 when she appeared uh, as a musical guest. Oh, I remember that. Saturday, did you? And... and she was and she was doing a version of war um, okay and she unbeknownst and she didn't do this in the pre uh right in the rehearsal in the rehearsal she held in the rehearsal she held up the picture of a of a child okay in on live saturday night she held up a picture of the pope the pope i remember pope john that. paul too and what she do with the picture rip it up ripped it up and what was she uh you know protesting I don't remember. I just remember the her sexual thinking. abuse. Okay, which you know she was a little bit ahead of her time, maybe. Okay. Um, you know, I just remember that, just she's a little out there. Right. So uh, stay tuned <laughs> for that. one. Finally, one I oh two weeks in a row. I don't I think know, that you, ever happened. You know you maybe you know that's you're good, that's of good girl. things to come. Um. All right. So you're in plan. So uh, let me do this case study. I think I do the case study, or I can talk about the ro- the roller coaster um, stock market. What should mm, I do? Let's here? do the case study okay. first. All right, um, because I, I just I'm it's just because the state case study really illustrates the value of planning, and really look how you want to look at all the pieces and parts and how they go together, and you think you're making a good decision, but sometimes you're really shooting yourself in the foot. All right, so this is a couple, and um, they're in retirement, but they're not quite seventy and a half, so. They're not in their required minimum. That doesn't mean they haven't been taking money out of their IRAs. In fact, they have been taking out of money out of their IRAs, you know, to cover their spending needs. And that's what it's there for. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, um, and, but they also will, uh, you know, are, you know, want to, you know, work. They have, they, they're, they work with a great CPA. And she does a lot of work with them to try to keep their taxes, you know, on, you know, playing the tax limbo game. Right. So one of the things that they have been doing is they've been filing married separately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, once again, you know, you can, you, when you file, you can file married jointly or you can file married separately. And although it's not a, a big win or loss normally for federal income tax purposes, it could be a big win for Ohio income tax purposes. Uh, and that's mostly why it is why done. Why people do it. In their case, it was saving them about $1,000 a year in Ohio okay. income taxes. That's nothing to sneeze at. No. Okay. Um, and But they were also interested in doing, you know, when the, when we had the tax law change, right? Mm-hmm. And they had the, they have, they're going to, they're going to benefit mm-hmm. with the lower tax tables and all that good stuff. They said, Hey, this may be a good time to do some Roth conversions. Okay. All right. And, and get money out of the IRAs and into the tax free Roth IRAs. We're in a pretty good tax bracket. We don't need any more for spending right now. And any Roth conversions that we do now, by the way, you know, a lot of people, you know, if you've seen that your 
uh, portfolio has come down with this market correction in the fall, you know, since October. A lot of people say that might not be a bad time to do some Roth conversions because if I'm just going to take the same holdings and move them over to my Roth, I'm going to be, ta- you know, the amount that I'm doing, you know, if it's, if it's, if I've had a market downturn, it's actually going to cause me less tax dollars to move those shares over right. to the Roth. And then I do believe that the market's going to come back. So all the regrowth will be coming back tax-free in a Roth IRA. Which, that's an opportunity in a down market. Well, it's an opportunity to make some lemonade, perhaps, right. out of some lemons. All right. Um, so we've got that going on now. Um, now, a lot of people say, well, um, you, you know, well, if, if we're going to do a Roth conversion, Mark, who's, who's do we convert? Mom or dads? Husbands or wives? Okay. So, but if we're filing separately, I guess we need to look at each of those. Ah, see, this is why you don't want to ask your neighbor what they're doing. Okay. Cause your neighbor may not be filing separately. Um, and they may not have the same IRA balance that you do. And they may not have the, they might not be in the same tax bracket as you. Right. So we don't, you don't necessarily want to ask your neighbor how they're doing their Roth conversions. You might want to figure it out yourself. Based on your, you know, numbers and your goals and objectives. All right. Typically though, um, we would say we would want, if we're going to do Roth conversions, we'd either zero in on, obviously, if one of the two spouses had a much larger IRA than the other, mm-hmm. you might want to go to the one that's larger. Okay. Because that's the one that's going to have the higher required minimum right. that you may want to try to reduce. Remember, if you do Roth conversions now, you theoretically are lowering your future required minimums. Okay. Because remember, if it's your Roth IRA, there is no required minimum. Okay. Right? Uh, a second one is if one of the spouses was much older than the other one. Okay. So if the one was going to hit the required minimum age limit quicker than the other, you might want to do it from the one who's older. Okay. Okay. Um but, you know, in, in this case, but if you're married filing separately, you might want to, you know, look at it that way. Because what we get into is which threshold are you trying to max out with your Roth conversion? Okay. You mentioned earlier, carry the zero. You know, well, that's a no brainer. Right. That's a no brainer. When we have a client that comes in and says, we have a, I'm in a, our market's great. I'm in a zero tax bracket. Our first question is, well, how much more taxable income can you have created and remain zero? But how many people think, well, I don't need the cash, so I'm going to zero. We're just going to stop from there where we take it to the next level saying, but here's an opportunity to take money out right. and not pay any taxes on it. So now, so when we, so we had to go to work, we had to start roll up our sleeves. So we're working with the client, the client's investment advisor, because they're the ones who are giving us the required minimum distributions, right? The custodians, um, for both him and her. And we're also now working with the CPA, you know, and we're running the different attachment because she's the one, you know, she's the one who works out the magic filing separately. Right. Okay. Um, now, um, so if, if you know, it, now just for an example, the one threshold that they wanted to max out was where your Medicare premiums start going up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, if you're married filing jointly, that's modified adjust gross income of $170,000. Okay. Now, what is modified adjusted gross income? Well, you got to take your adjusted gross income, and if you have any tax exempt interest, muni interest, or whatever, you have to report that. Mm-hmm. That becomes modified adjusted gross income. In this case, they did. Their investment advisor, you know, in a coordination of advisors, got, gave us a heads up and said they're going to have about ten thousand dollars of muni income. 
So we had to add that, you know. So if we're if we're if we're trying to max out one seventy, AGI, you know, right. Maggi, and and we we want their AGI to be you know much lower than right. that because we got to add in the ten thousand muni interest. Okay. You get the picture, right? Now here's why it, you have to you know sharpen your pencil because one of the changes that were made with the new tax law is that they took the Roth recharacterization away. See, in the good old days, if we did a, if we did a Roth conversion by December 31st and then later on realized we did too much than what we should have done. Which could be because of capital gains. You're kind of guessing. Right. We could recharacterize. You get a do over. No, and, and you had until the following October 15th to do that. So if you did a $10,000 Roth conversion and that put you $5,000 above your threshold that you wanted to go through, you could recharacterize $5,000. And get back under the threshold. It was a wonderful tool. Unfortunately, it's no longer available. Mm-hmm. So you have to, you know, you know, you have to be a little, leave yourself a little bit more cushion. We say that, you know, when you're when you're calculating that threshold. Because by the way, that Medicare threshold that's a hard threshold, Carrie. Mm-hmm. If you're a dollar over the one seventy, boom, right, you're in the next tier, right? Um, now, but that threshold is even. You know, more painful if you're married filing separate. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you're married filing separate, it the 170 is split, 85,000 each. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that means if you, if either one of the married filing separate returns is over $85,000 of MAGI, you're, you know, that spouse or that taxpayer gets hit with the, with the higher threshold. So that's the issue. And a lot of times this goes right over, um, you know, because we realize that, that not a lot of people who are filing separately are looking at that because they, they, they're not, you know, they're not looking at this when they become, you know, when they're getting, you know, doing mm-hmm. these things until it's too late. Now remember the, um, and it's a big difference. I mean, 80, if you're under 85, yeah, you know, I'm going to go over okay. the numbers, Carrie, because we got the new numbers, you know, right. coming up. But the other thing too is you got to remember your 2018 tax return will dictate what your 2020 Medicare premiums are. Right. Remember, there's a two year window because that, you know, people get confused about. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying, well, Mark, what is my Medicare premium going to be for 2019? Well, the IRS and the Medicare people, they're looking at your 2017 tax return. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two year window. All right. Uh, don't forget about that. All right. Um, now. All right. So in, in this case, um, so in talking with the CPA, she, you know, the way she was treating it was that yes, that for like for the muni interest, she was splitting that evenly between the two okay. separate returns. All right. Um, right now, if, if when I was working up the numbers, you know, if, if we, if they were married filing jointly and trying to stay under the 170, they could do about a $20,000 Roth conversion. Okay. All right. Um, but I, what I wanted the CPA to do is because she does the magic on filing separately. I say, if you do it separately, can you, t- you know, because remember in this case, either one could do the Roth conversion. They okay. both have IRAs. Okay. I said, you know, we want to know, we, you know, who, who should be doing the 20,000 if you're married filing separately. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and so she came back and what she worked on, she came back and said, yeah, in other words, the way it worked out. Now we wanted to do as much from his as possible. Okay. Because he was older and his IRA was larger. Okay. But she said, no, you can't do all $20,000 from his because that will shoot him over the 85,000. 
So she worked it down. You can only do about $16,000 out of his, and then she'll have to do the 4000 out of hers. Okay. So that will keep them both under 85000 Now, is it worth going through that? Well, because, you know, if you're looking at the tables, when we just got, you know, the, the new Medicare thresholds for, uh, you know, for what is going to be 2019, you know, 2020 is, right. you know, until next year at this time. But, um, but let me just kind of show you the difference, right? So um, now this, of course, would be if your tax returns in 2017, what would your Medicare premiums are going to be in 2019? So, yeah, if you're married filing jointly and you can stay under the 170, your Medicare premium will be 135.50. Okay. Now, if you're in a hold harmless case, Carrie, it may be lower than that. I mean, there's, but that's going to be the few, um, the, you know, but that may so. Okay. Now, what happens if you go over 170? Well, the first tier above 170, now the next tier is 170,000 to 214,000. Mm-hmm. Okay, in that case, your Medicare B premium goes up to 189.60. The next threshold, 214,000 to 267,000. Okay. Then your Medicare B premium goes up to $270.90. The next threshold, above 267, up to 320,000. Now your Medicare B premium would be $352.20. You get the picture here, Gary, right? Mm-hmm. Then there's a higher threshold, 320000 MAGI to 750000 MAGI. Now your Medicare B premium is $433.40. Uh, three times what the first level tier is, right? And now the final one, if you're above $750,000, now your Medicare B premium is $460.50. So there's all those tiers if you're married filing jointly. And they're hard thresholds if you're a dollar over. Right. So, you know, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six levels of tiers. It's much different if you're married filing separately. Oh, yeah. Okay. So when you're married filing separately, you split the $170,000 down to $85,000, but... There are no little, there are no tiers in between. It's either under 85 or over 85. Well, the, or 85 and above. Yeah, there's two higher level tiers. But if you're over 85,000 and you're less than 100, now you're, now the next tier is 85,000 to 415,000. And now your Medicare premium goes from 135.50 to $433.40 a month. So you really only have those where, Everyone else, single or married filing jointly, has five tiers. In that same adjusted gross income, you have two. Two. And if you're above the first one, bam. You automatically go to the 433. So instead, so instead of um, paying 135.50 a month, though, that spouse over 85,000 will be paying $433.40. Remember, that's going to, if 2018 affects 2020, right? You know, um, but that's a $297.90 difference. You times that over here. That's thirty five, almost thirty six hundred a year. That's what I was just looking at. Okay. Um, now this client was also on Medicare D. You know the the prescription drug plan. Okay. All right. That's also the tiered, progressively weighted to income. How much you pay in Medicare D? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so in that case, um, same thing. If you're um, if you're married filing separately and you're and you're over eighty five thousand. You have to add on seventy dollars and ninety cents a month. A month, okay. That times twelve. That's eight hundred. That's eight hundred. That's almost as much as the Ohio tax savings alone for filing separate. 
So when you add the, you know, so so that's the point. So you get excited about the Ohio savings, but you end up paying a lot more in if Medicare. If you're not B. watching this and coordinating with advisors. And, 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 and we have caught this with new clients coming in that they, they you know, that they, you know, or, or, or we've, we've alarmed or like in this case, we warned clients before they actually filed. And, and a lot of people over the years have said, Carrie, well, Mark, why? Aren't the CPAs telling us about that? They're they're quick to tell us how much savings we get by Mary filing separately, but why aren't and they telling us that our Medicare premiums are going to go up? That's a good question, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, now it may I don't know what the answer is. It may be um, it may be just the fact that you know sometimes the tax preparers or the CPAs they believe that their role is to lower income taxes. And quite frankly, you can make a case that an increase in your Medicare B and or Medicare D premiums is not a tax at all. Right. It's just a health insurance premium. Well, I don't care what you call it. It's an increase out of my pocket. But those are the things and the value of comprehensive planning and looking at how the pieces and parts and, and having an understanding of all the details in your financial life and also in them putting it together in the big picture is what we do at the estate planning team. We've been solving problems and helping people save money and solve problems and use the opportunities in the complicated tax code and avoid potential problems and traps and help them get the most net benefit from the choices they're faced with to accomplish their goals for more than 30 years in the greater Cleveland area. And we offer a free consultation for people who want to come in and talk about their issues, individual questions or concerns. We can do that by phone or in person. You can also come out and register for our January planning classes, even though they're free to attend and there's a workbook included. We do ask that anyone interested in attending pre-register. We have January 16th at 3 o'clock at Middleburg Heights is the IRA and Roth planning class or tax qualified assets. So if you have IRAs, company plans or similar assets and you're over 59 and a half, and even if you're 70 and a half and already taking minimum required distribution, this still is a good class to attend. We're going to talk about Roth contributions, conversion rules and techniques. Then on January 22nd at six o'clock is the retirement class for people who are getting closer to their future retirement or already in retirement. You can register for the classes, come in for a free consultation at 440-239-20. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com. Remember, we have incentives for people who want to take the time in and still schedule a free consultation this year. And then if you decide to use our services, there's incentives both on the retainer and on hourly planning options, which we do have both. Also, you can visit whkradio.com for our previous podcast. Carrie's Christmas specials yeah, are out there. Grab them while right. they're hot. Um, right. So this is a good example of um, what we talk about, how coordination of advisors is so important. You know, if, if your investment advisor is not talking to your tax person or your tax person's not talking to your insurance person or your attorney's not talking to your uh, tax person or your financial planner is working in his own vacuum, I don't know if you're getting the best plan. Um, you know, the, the idea here is, you know, we brainstormed on what solution we needed. In other words, the clients wanted their cake and eat it too. Absolutely. They wanted the thousand dollar Ohio tax savings. Mm -hmm. They wanted the Roth conversion under the Medicare and they want to stay at their first level tier Medicare threshold. Right. That was clear goals and objectives based on their numbers 
and now they're going to get it done right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, you know, that, you know, and, and now they got the peace of mind because a lot of people say, Carrie, I, I think Roth conversions sound good. Right. They have no idea how much they should be doing. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. How many times have we people, maybe it's from the radio show, that said, hey, I want to do that Roth conversion. Well, you know what? We've had people who are intent on doing it, and it doesn't financially make sense. It's going to cost you more than the benefit. So. Right. Or they go ahead and do it not knowing. Right. You know, the amount that they're doing, what it's going to really do to them tax wise. Well, and good planning takes care. I love when you, you, when people call and you, and Mark, your response is always, do you want a quick answer or do you want the right answer? And getting the right answer sometimes does take time, but sometimes the value is worth the time and effort put into that. Oh, yeah. And that's a good example of that. There's a lot of quick answers. You know, some people just say, oh, forget about Roth conversions. There are a lot of quick answers that way, and that's a lot of times I think because whoever the, the, the whoever they're asking doesn't know how much work it is to right. get the right answer, mm-hmm. um, and it's not an all or none usually either. Um, all right, so what is so we're getting to the year end? What are some other things? I thought you were um, going to talk about the market. Oh God, I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> Do so depressing. <laughs> um, I don't know if we have time. Um, the um if you know yeah i was going to talk about the the stock market vigilantes but i don't know if we're going to get to it this week um it's just conspiracy theories carrie no one's interested in that that everyone wants to know what their 70 and a half rules are carrie right. um but we got to go over those you know two. you have to talk about that next week though um the, i'm going to um, put that on the notes stock market vigilantes all right um now um all right so what are things here you know a lot of people Carrie, at this time of year, they're thinking about what gifts they're going to make, right? And we can talk about charitable gifts. You mean our shopping? (laughs) And we can talk about our gifts to our kids, um, our grandkids or spouse or whatever, you know, kids, grandkids, those types of things. And so they don't want to run afoul of the gift tax rules, right? Right. So, you know, the annual gift allowance for 2018 is $15,000, right? And And I don't think it's changing for 2019. No, it's going to remain the same for 2019. And of course, you can give, you know, what that says is that's a free annual gift allowance, meaning that as long as you're not making gifts in excess of 15000 Now, remember, that's gifts of value or cash combination. So you can't just give them a, a, you know, a new Porsche and say, oh, I gave him a car. That's not $15,000 of cash. No, it's, you know, a value, right? Um, and now, you know, and you can give that to as many individuals as you want, you know, um, it's not, you know, specific to blood relations at anyone. Also, you know, husband and wife can each give 15,000. So, you know, a couple can, you know, do it if they're crossing the T's and dotting the I's, coordination advisors, I can't stress it enough, mm-hmm. um, you know, that they can give $30,000. All right. Um, but there is a thing that, you know, the IRS wants you to make sure that the donee deposits your check by December 31st. And that's, huh, you know, that's... yeah. Now, how, how would they ever get caught? Well, I'm not here to say how the IRS watchdogs the rules, right? Yeah, because if I send a check to your kid, just make sure he deposits it before December 31st, that he doesn't forget about it, you know, with the holidays. And, you know, between Christmas and New Year's, it's sitting on in his desk drawer. You know, that's mm-hmm. the no-no, right? Um, if you want to count, you know, for this year's right. gift allowance, right? And the thing about those gift allowances is you can't, you use them or lose them. Right. You know, if you're not, if you're trying to maximize that out every year, um, you know, you can't store them up. If you don't do it this year, you can't say, oh, I didn't do all mine last year, so I'm going to do it this year. No, it's, 
annual. Okay. You use it or lose it. Right. Now, a lot of people are not doing that anymore because estate taxes have gone away. Right. right? Um, but could estate taxes ever come back? Why not? Uh, you know, what if they come back? Should I have been do- should I have been doing the gift allowance before they come back? Maybe because I don't get to store up those gift allowances if if in the future they lower the federal state tax exemption. Like by the way, which will happen in 2026 mm-hmm. if Congress doesn't extend or make permanent the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of last year. Are you aware of that? You know, so you know, so it's the idea of saying, you know, that's the idea of you know using your gift allowance as a hedge in case the state tax you know thresholds, state tax exemption levels ever come down in the future. Now we got to remember too, Carrie, the estate tax has disappeared a couple of times in U.S. history. It's always managed to find its way back, you know, usually in times of war or you know economic depressions. Um, now, um, so you know that's that. Those are some rules. Now, um, let's see what they say. Now, if you give a certified check by year end, it counts. Okay, even if the donee doesn't deposit that till after. Right. Okay. Um, now if you're giving securities, you know, that's the idea that, you know, your kids in a lower tax, but you, you know, you want to get, make him a gift. You've got highly appreciated stock. If you want to give him cash, you'd have to keep him pay the capital gains tax. You're in a higher bracket, the kids in a much lower capital gains tax. So I'm going to give him the stock, let him cash it out. Right. Okay. Um, and kind of go from there. So, you know, those are, um, some of the things now charitable, the timing rules are a little bit different. Okay, as long as the checks are in the mail by year end, you get the charitable, you know, deduction. Okay, okay, um, and kind of go from there. All right, so let's see. So you remember my clue here? So here, do you know our? Do you know our rock and roll? Birthday? Yeah, it was Sinead O'Connor. There you go. Well, I'm going to make it tougher for you. Then. Yeah, I need a, I need this song after this week in the markets. Oh yeah, she I has a beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. She's a little crazy, but. Um, yeah, actually, in this video, she actually has hair. Well, obviously, oh, yeah, it's a wig. She she's she's beautiful. Do you see this? Wig? Oh yeah, she's, she she's, actually, she's got like a curly looks, well, if wig you on and pre- heavily makeup. She's okay. I haven't seen that, but I'm saying if you look good with a shaved head, you're <laughs> probably going to look even better with hair. So her new <laughs> name is Shuhada Devitt. I don't know which name is harder to pronounce: Sinead O'Connor or Shuhada Devitt. Um, very controversial, Carrie. Right? Remember the letter she wrote? She already talked about the Saturday Night Live, right? When she tore up the popes, yeah, in protest of the uh, Roman Catholic sexual abuse. She's a little ahead of the game, right? Um, but do you remember the, the Miley Cyrus letter she wrote? No. Okay. So no, I just remember there's been a lot of issues with her. In the news with having some... Right. Well, she, you know, so she, she wrote an open letter to Miley Cyrus. And, you know, because remember Miley was, you know, breaking out from the... Uh, her uh, Disney days? <laughs> her Disney days. A little bit. <laughs> little she bit. She had some weird things. Uh, she did... Yeah, Wrecking ball? That. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, apparently, Sinead, or... What is her name? Sinead O'Connor? Well, no. Shuhada. Oh, is that her, her new name? name? Yeah, Shuhada. That's her Muslim name. Okay. Um, okay, here's her letter. Here's her excerpt from the letter she wrote to Miley. The message you keep sending is that it's somehow cool to be prostituted. It's not so cool, Miley. It's dangerous. 
Women are to be valued for so much more than their sexuality. We aren't merely objects of desire. I would be encouraging you to send healthier messages to your peers and that they and you are worth more than what is currently going on in your career. Hmm. But did she do this like on social media or? I, I guess. But you know what? At the same, I mean, let, I don't know. All right. Um, now, there's a lot of controversy over her sexuality. Right? Well, it shouldn't be any more being Muslim. Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, and, 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 and again, it's, that's another controversy. You know, you know, at one time she said, okay, here's another quote. Generally, I don't mean to disrespect the Catholic people because I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the Holy Spirit, all of those, but I also believe in all of them. I don't think it, I don't think it cares if you call it Fred or Daisy, you know? Religion is a smokescreen. It has everybody talking to the wall. Well, that's kind of, a, but you know, I don't think that's Muslim, you know. Um, yeah. But her sexuality, her sexuality is also have come into right. question. Okay. In a, in a 2000 interview, um, she commented, "I'm a dyke, although I haven't been very open about that throughout most of my life. I've gone out with it. I've gone out with blokes because I haven't necessarily been terribly comfortable about being a big lesbian mule, but I actually am a dyke. So she's all over the board." Yeah. Um, but she can sing like that. Oh, she has a great voice. All right. So that's... Um, oh, goodness. Well, I'm glad you didn't talk about controversial all the... Now you're not allowed to play all these Christmas songs I've heard you on the news. Do people not have better things to do? I was going to say, I hope they don't attack silent. Yeah. Her voice is great. She's just a little off. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, regardless, you can call the estate planning team for a free consultation. You can go to whkradio.com to listen to our previous shows on podcast. You can go to our website at financialfoodforthought.com. There we have, you can sign up for our newsletter, sign up for our classes, get the special on the free consultations if you do it before year end and other helpful information and calculators. Again, that's 440-239-2090 or financialfoodforthought.com. All right. And if you have not gotten your required minimum distributions done or you're still trying to do product conversions, remember, you're running out of time. So you need to get those drop dead dates from your custodians. All right. Have a good week. Tune in next week for more financial food for thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 